0: Hello, hello, what is up? We gotta talk about something. Uh, So I do this show, uh, podcast slash YouTube channel called In The Car With Bark. Uh, Obviously, you're getting the idea of what that consists of, which is me using a microphone hooked to the crap handle, shit handle, whatever you wanna call it, Uh, oh shit handle of my car. And I record podcasts and stuff while I'm driving. I keep my eyes on the road mostly, hands on the wheel, totally safe unless i reckon this microphone goes through my brain so stuck in my generation my music podcast and youtube channel i'm going to double up on this this is going to go on there as a podcast and it's going to go on in the car with bark so if you subscribe to one please subscribe to the other hit the like notification all that garbage i'm not I just you know yeah i messed that up but it's all that garbage okay so my wife and I are massive, massive Foo Fighter fans. And just like millions of people around the world, which is just the testament to how much we love this guy, we felt the impact of Taylor Hawkins' passing. And neither one of us have ever cried at a celebrity passing, not because we're insensitive. Like, it hits us in the gut, but, like, when you don't know a person... Uh, and unless you hear all the details and things start building up, like you're generally able to keep your emotions under control. With Taylor Hawkins, we were not able to keep our emotions under control. We were both extremely upset. We, um, you know, there's not very many people that you don't know and have never talked to that you feel like you can make a connection with and you can assume that you know they're good humans. But Dave Grohl's just one of those guys That you can't help but believe the fact believe it as fact that he's a very real and genuine guy very loving person same goes for Taylor Hawkins Nate Mendel you know Chris Shiflet, Jamie all of them Uh, they just seem genuine they just seem so real you know so Taylor hit us hard Thank God, and I, I don't mean to sound selfish, but we went and saw um, the Foo Fighters last, last... well no, it's been over a year. We saw them in like either July or August of 2021, I believe, uh, in Cincinnati. They basically opened a whole new venue down there outside, the Brady-something Arts Center. I don't know. I can't remember right now. Uh, but anyways... We got to see taylor we got to see dave i'm starting to get a little choked up now it was a fantastic show and we're really happy that we got to see that but you know whenever taylor hawkins passed the the question for everyone that's a foo fighters fan and and seriously they're like our favorite band me and my wife have a bond over this band like whenever we got together This band is part of what kind of brought us together. And we were apart for 12 years. And this is the Reconnect. Foo Fighters were a part of the Reconnect with me and my wife. Massive, massive part of our lives. Seriously. Like, we love this band. In my opinion, they're the best American rock band of all time. I know that sounds weird, but think about the American rock bands. The competition is like Creedence, Clearwater, Revival, um, Aerosmith. Most of the greatest bands of all time are not from the States. Just a fact. Um, But Foo Fighters to us up there, man, to me, they are number one. Like, pound for pound, if you've only heard the singles, you you don't know Foo Fighters that well. The singles are great. You know, Everlong is a world-renowned song, but there is so much better. Not so much better because that song's overplayed. That's that's the problem there. Still love it, but like most people don't get into it that much these days because we've all heard it a million times. But Foo Fighters have a amazing catalog with an absolute ton of non-singles that could be singles for other bands. They're just, it's rock music in its purest form in my opinion. And we love this band. So when this happened, you know, after we had settled down a little bit, our question was, do they continue? Obviously, the answer to that was yes. They, they continue. Foo Fighters will go on, and that's not a surprise to me because Dave, from the outside looking in, he has to be doing something, and he's got tons of options. He could go drum in Queens of the Stone Age. He could go, you know, sing in another band. He could just maybe convert fully to Dream Widow. Who knows? There's a million things he could do. But the Foo Fighters are massive. Whether you know that or not, they're massive. Big deal. So, fast forward, you've got all the the rumors about who's going to be the drummer. Names like Matt Cameron were tossed around. Um, Rufus Taylor. So, you know, Josh Freeze, which ultimately was what happened was josh freeze let me preface this whole thing by saying i think josh freeze is an absolutely brilliant drummer who i love i love his i mean i love his work as a whole but i love especially uh, the vandals which he was the drummer for a perfect circle which he has been a drummer for uh, countless projects josh freeze is he's an amazing drummer and when I saw this, I was encouraged because I know how good he is. And then when they announced that they were going to do like the live stream on Veeps, where they, uh, they uh, named their drummer and they played some live music in preparation for their tour. This felt a lot like the, uh, oh shit. I can't remember what it was called when LeBron James announced where he was going as a free agent and he's like, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. I sound more like Shaq there. Uh, He was taking his talents to South Beach. This is what that felt like, this Foo Fighters, like, you know, streaming special on Veeps. I've got to admit, I felt, and I love this band and I'm not criticizing, this is initial thoughts here. I thought the whole thing was unnecessary. I just kind of thought it was unnecessary. I've got, like, the new album, Dave is the drummer on the new album, and I think that's going to be the way it always will be, and I love that. I think the only way the Foo Fighters can go on studio album-wise is with Dave Grohl on the drums, no question, that's it. I just think that's it. There's no other way. So I'm really excited about the new album. Oddly enough, not as excited as I am about the new Avenged Sevenfold album. As much as I love the Foo Fighters, Avenged Sevenfold have intrigued me to no end. That is going to be something else. I love, love, love both songs they've released off that. Nobody and We Love You. I can't get enough of them, which is going to be split down the middle as to how people feel about that. But the Foo Fighters, I've heard one of the new songs. I have not been able to bring myself to hear The new one, because I know how intricate it is and intimate. Intimate was the right word there. And uh, the first song I loved, you know, it's Foo Fighters through and through. And listening to the Foo Fighters with Dave on the drums, it, it it does not bring up feelings. You know, it's like it sounds as it should. There's only two people that have ever fit that band. It's Dave and Taylor on drums. So... I can totally handle a new album, 100%. With the streaming special, I love Josh Freeze. And let me also say, he has got some guts to take this on because there's going to be a lot of critics and I'm getting ready to be one of them. And it has nothing to do with Josh Freese. Nothing to do with him. But here we go. So this streaming special comes on and then first you got chad smith that walks in they try to make it a little jokey uh dave being a little goofier than normal again i just found it all unnecessary uh but chad smith comes in big joke they send him off uh tommy lee of motley crew comes in big joke they send him off how funny would that have been if tommy lee would have became the drummer for the foo fighters that would have been interesting not sure how I would feel about that because I'm not—I don't know much about Tommy Lee or his drumming. Uh, I know he's got a big schlong. Congratulations, Tommy! Um, everybody knows that. But it's uh. It, then Danny Carey comes out. I'm a massive Tool fan, so that tickled me a little. At the same time, I was a little surprised because as famous and as popular as Tool are, it, like the Danny Carey with the Foo Fighters, it doesn't quite fit. Doesn't match up. If they announced Danny Carey was going to be the drummer for the live performances, I'd be like, huh, that's strange. Totally capable. I'm sure he'd pull it off just fine. But the connection, just very weird to me. So, they play this whole thing up, and then Josh Freeze says something. I don't remember, but like, come on, guys. let's. Are we going to play or what? Or something like that. I don't know. And they back away from the boys, the band, and there's Josh Freeze and... Uh, you know, that's that's basically the way they announce it. Josh Freeze, uh, drummer for the Foo Fighters, at least on tour. And I was like, okay, got to admit, not trying to be harsh. The whole opening segment I just found to be unnecessary and a little bit ridiculous. And I love this band, but I'm not going to be an apologist for, for things I think are too much. And I thought this was too much. Almost Unsettling. I, I, I'm not a fan of, of how that went. Then, they break into a song, and uh, it, I I can't remember exactly which one. Maybe it was off one by one, or it was was what Pretender. I don't remember. Fuck, I don't remember now. Anyways, uh, Josh Freeze Beast of a Drummer, showcased his skills on the song. But, cough, his skills to me, didn't fit the song. And I know that he's not Taylor. Nobody is. And I know Josh Freeze is going to play his style with the Foo Fighters. That's a given. Like, he's not going to mimic. Why would they hire a mime? You know, a mimic. Someone to come in and mimic Taylor. That doesn't make any sense either. And we don't want to hear Josh Freeze play, you know, hit for hit Taylor's drum parts. We don't want that. So, I mean, Josh Freese did what Josh Freese does. He's a beast of a drummer. But A, way too much cymbal. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. Way, way, way too much cymbal for a Foo Fighters song, in my opinion. And there were just a lot of missed hits that I understand was because of the stylistic differences. But the song didn't sound right. Now, I, I have a theory, which tons of other people do. That they brought the drums to the front of the mix to showcase Josh, which is fine. You know, that's fine. But it didn't land for me. Now, I'm hoping when they actually are on tour and live, you know, the mix is going to be different. The mix will be as it should be. They're not putting the spotlight on Josh. The mix will be the mix. It'll be good. And I'm sure that extra symbol probably will be toned down because it's not out front. But I was, I'm not going to lie, I didn't make it very far into this special. I actually made it through just the one song. And I will go back and watch it after I hear the album. But I have to hear these new songs as they should be on the album with Dave Drumming. And then I'll give everything live a chance, but I am, uh, I don't want to say disappointed because I, I get what they were trying to do and I get that Dave is, you know, there's some theatrics involved to him as seen in all their videos and more, more so in the back half of his career with studio six, six, six. And things like that. So, I mean, I kind of get it, but I just... It hurt too much to listen to that song being played with Josh Freeze so soon. And not so soon as in, like, so soon after Taylor's passing. Just so soon after the feelings were stirred back up with the announcement of a new album. Um... You know, watching Dave kind of coping through all the things he's been doing out on the road, going to shows. Dude's been hitting up a ton of concerts. I feel like he's healing his soul. And I hope that that live special on Veeps was, you know, a part of the healing. And I don't want to be too critical, but I just, I couldn't do it that day. And it didn't sound right that day. I'm excited to hear the mix without Josh being at the front because my whole opinion may change, you know, about how can I handle hearing Foo Fighters live again. I've never been this way about a drummer or a guitarist for that matter, you know. Um, Charlie Day, past of the Rolling Stones, guy that replaced him, like, didn't really miss a beat as far as being able to listen to the Stones. That doesn't mean I'm not sad about, not Charlie Day... Jeez, oh, petes That's fucking Sonny in Philadelphia, guy. Sorry. Anyways, you know, I, I, I've i seen a lot of bands mix and match. And very rarely does it affect how I feel about them. Unless it's a lead singer or someone that's very distinct on guitar. It, I'm usually not affected. New Alice in Chains, like, that music is still good, but I just can't get into it like I did... Allison Chains with Lane Staley. I just can't do it. I Think the music's good. I just don't have any interest in like staying a fan beyond that early stuff. I Just I don't know why I just don't have an interest. It's like uh, Trying to think of other examples here of people that have switched lead singers You can't do that very often Stone Temple Pilots same thing, you know, not really interested and they sound pretty good and the guy in Allison Chains and Stone Temple Pilots both resemble their former singers. So like to keep the sound similar, like, you know, kinda works. But I can't do it. But with instruments, like there's tons of great guitar players, tons of great drummers, tons of great musicians out there. But uh but uh Taylor cannot be replaced. He simply cannot be replaced. And There can be a substitute, which is Dave on the drums, because we know Dave on the drums. We got Dave on the drums on the first two albums. So we know what that's like. We're used to that. We can accept that. We're happy with that. But if it's not Dave and Taylor, I don't think it's anyone. Like anyone. And that that was kind of proven to me the other day. And I don't mean that in any negative way towards Josh Freeze. I still think it's a great choice and I'm really hopeful that it will work and I will come around to the live performances once once the mix is normal. So I am encouraged like definitely going to give it a shot but then again I will not be surprised if I no longer have any interest in seeing the Foo Fighters live. I would love to go just to support them but it hurts, you know, it, it's tough. It's not easy. So I'm not really sure if it can be done on my part. And I hate that because I love Josh Fries and I love the Foo Fighters. But I just wanted to air that out. I just want to air out how I felt about that because I think a lot of people feel the same way. And I've definitely seen a lot of comments about the missed hits on the drums. And I hate to even say that because they're not missed unintentionally. Like, they're missed intentionally. Josh Freese is going to drum to the songs the way Josh Freese wants to drum to the songs. And I'm sure he does not want to try to be Taylor, and and nor should he be. And I think Josh Freeze is a just a fantastic guy all the way around. And I still think it's a great choice. I just don't know if I can do it.